Hello, listeners. This is your host and game player, Kat. Happy Skywalker Day, and more importantly, happy Bad Batch release day. I like clones. Please don't be mad. We've got a really special two-parter for you this week. Today, you're going to hear the first part of our game of Ignite. High speed, slow burn. A Firebrands framework game by Quintessential Gaming and Sam Undamiel. They were incredibly kind and allowed us to be the first public playtest of this really exciting Formula One-themed RPG. We naturally had to make it Star Wars-themed for Skywalker Day, but Star Wars and Formula One make for a really, really good pair, and we're incredibly honored to have been given this opportunity. We'll have links to Q and Sam's Twitters in the show notes so that you can pick up Ignite when it releases in full. I highly recommend it, having just played it. The second part of this episode will be releasing on our normal time slot on Friday, because I've been busy driving up to Canada to spend two months with Emma, so we didn't really have a ton of time for our normal episode. We're working on this episode together in my apartment, and we're really excited to get you part two. Now on to our normal plugs. If you'd like to hear more from the crew of the Orem, you can check out our other podcasts on Sound Theories and Marking Out with My Girlfriend. Marking Out also broadcasts live every other Friday at twitch.tv slash sosaysmedia. And you can catch the VOD a few days later on our YouTube. The link will be in the show notes. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts are built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is a really exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing you can do that really, truly helps us is to leave a review on any of the podcast apps that allow you to leave reviews. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make even better content for you. Speaking of which, if you'd like to contribute financially, it would really mean the world to us. By supporting us on Patreon for even as little as a dollar a month, you help us grow in what we're able to do and how frequently we do it. If you'd like to contribute, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash sosaysmedia. There you'll find exclusive Patreon cuts of some of our shows and the special bonus one-shots we produce monthly. With all that out of the way, let's go back a long time ago on a racing circuit far, far away. Hello, listeners, and welcome to our May 4th Star Wars Day special. I'm Emma Hislop. I use any-all pronouns, and I will be playing everyone's favorite Rodian, Kielkrennic. I'm Kathleen Hislop, Emma's wife. I use she-her pronouns. I'll be playing Petra Saxon, a Mandalorian who also uses she-her pronouns. My name is Erica Rebecca Belsas. I use any pronouns, and this week I'll be playing everyone's favorite jackass, Davin Lundek III. Hi, I'm Aaron Cotter, she, they pronouns. I will be playing Duonym Hollow. We are doing something a little different this week. Uh, I know we're kind of in the middle of things vis-a-vis ships getting blown up and whatnot in the campaign, but we're going to put a pause on that briefly to tell a side story of what happens after everyone gets back home because we want to do something special for May 4th. Wait, that doesn't that spoil that we all get back home? Uh, well, it could be non-canonical if one of you dies. Or all of you. Okay. Just try really hard not to. Just try not to die. We have ways of making it work, though. So, I 
happened to have seen on Twitter recently that a friend of the show, Quintessential Gaming, has designed a Formula One Firebrands framework game. So I DM'd Q and I was like, hey, do you think we could play that on Tricks with Dice? We're about to do a knockoff Formula One Star Wars thing and I think it would be a really good fit. So we got a very early preview of the game Ignite, High Speed, Slow Burn. Ignite is a Firebrands framework game. This will be our second Firebrands game for the channel. First one you guys get to hear, though. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true, huh? Some days it feels like just you and your vehicle. You feel the curves of the steering wheel, hear the screech of the tires, smell the burning fuel and the jumping sparks. You hug the curves, blast down the straightaways coming to know your machine as though it were a lover. Most days, though, you're not alone. You're not here to run time trials or have a Sunday drive. You're here to win the cup. The other drivers scream down the track beside you, stand next to you on the podium, and sit beside you in interviews. Rumors fly, reporters swarm, and the fans clamor for any news they can get about you, no matter how far from the truth it might be. The only other people who really know what it's like for you are the other drivers. That kind of connection breeds high emotion. Will they be your best friends, secret lovers, despised enemies? No matter what, for you, the real drama on the circuit happens off the track. Ignite is a GM-less narrative role-playing game for three to six players. It's based on and inspired by the fabulous Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands and is written with the permission of the authors. We're going to have the three to six of us. Coins are a method of flipping a coin. At least an hour to play, we got plenty of time. And each player needs a copy of the rules. The object of the game is to, above all, create messy entanglements, fall in love with your enemies, collaborate with your rivals, and fight with your friends. Nothing is sacred on the track except the podium. That was my little addition. Gameplay in Ignite happens in rounds. Each round begins with everyone playing the headlines. Then each player gets a turn. On your turn, you'll choose a game. Stealing time together, clearing the air, neck and neck, coming to blows, a tense interview, or a night off. Once you choose, everyone should find that game in the rules. Follow the instructions there. When choosing who to play with, you can pick anyone you want, but keep in mind who has gotten to play more games and who has played fewer. Player principles. Keep your foot on the gas. Always move the narrative forward. It's a game about speed, drama, and emotion. Play your characters as the larger-than-life superstars they are. When someone gives you an opportunity, take it. If you see an opening to jump into a scene, to make a big move, to answer a question in a way that has huge ramifications, do it. If you don't know an answer, make it up. Steer into the skid. Try to get your character into messy entanglements with the others. This game is about relationships. Get into the fray. Drive with caution. Play fair and always let other players make their own decisions. Use the safety flags. Keep driving. If you find that you missed a rule or played a game incorrectly, just go with it. If the table feels that something should change as a result, then do what's simplest and most fair. So um, the last section mentions safety flags. 
for that, we're going to use our standard set of safety tools that we've been using since the beginning. We're going to be using the stoplight system, which corresponds to the safety flag system that the game uses. Instead of objects, we're just going to use the words red, yellow, and green because some of us are colorblind and also we don't have flags at our desks. But it's important to note that if we get two waved yellow flags, there could be a safety car. Yes, that's true. If two people use the yellow flag, there's a potential for a safety car. And at that point, we all have to slow down. It's not just a... That's not how this works. Um, (laughs) So when someone waves the red flag, everyone needs to stop playing, roll back play to before the event that caused the red flag, and move forward again without that content. When you think a story might be getting into territory that's uncomfortable or too intense for other players, wave the yellow flag. All players should wave either the red or green flag, depending on their feelings in the situation. If all players are green, continue play. If any player is red, roll back and move forward again without the offending content. When you're enjoying something and would like more of it, you can signal that by waving the green flag. Play should continue and other players should take this into account moving forward. At the end of each round, decide as a group if the game is over or if there is still more to be said. If there's more, play another round, beginning again with the headlines. If you're done, then talk amongst yourselves, answering outstanding questions and coming to whatever resolution you feel is appropriate for your story. You might even play one last round of the headlines if it feels appropriate. As with all Firebrands games, there are going to be three factions. The four of us will each be playing, which means there will be two of us in one of those factions. The game has Formula One-ish team names. We adapted that for Star Wars because this is Star Wars. So the three teams are Sinar Racing, Scuderia Mandel Blastek, and Kuat Blue Bantha. I'm really good at Star Wars-ifying F1 teams. Sinar Racing Winners of three of the five last cups, Sina Racing is the standard that every other team strives to meet. They're known for their calculated strategies and precise adjustments on the track, and their drivers are household names even for the most casual fans. Every driver wants a seat in a Sinar vehicle. Nobody says no to the champs. Sinar's brand is glitzy, sleek, and professional, which is, you know, kind of exactly how we've been presenting them in the game, and there's a reason why we base the flight suit on Mercedes, right? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to pronounce this Scuderia. It's going to happen. But it's Italian. But it's Star Wars, not Italian. Okay. Okay, fine. Scuderia Mandel Blastek. Once the cream of the crop, Scuderia has been left behind in recent seasons. Their vehicles can't keep up, and despite their pedigree, they're having a hard time recruiting talented drivers. Longtime fans remember the Scuderia that was, though, and respect comes with that memory. They might not be able to offer the money or glory that they once commanded, but every driver grew up with a role model that made their name with Scuderia. Scuderia's brand is classic, proud, and persistent. Kuat Blue Bantha is the next big thing, and everybody knows it. Despite having only joined the circuit a few years ago, they've already had drivers on the podium. The smart money might not be on them quite yet, but nobody's eager to bet against them either and they're picking up fans almost as quickly as they're moving up the standings. They might not have any trophies yet, but who wouldn't want to be the driver that kickstarts the Kuat Blue Bantha legacy? Kuat Blue Bantha's brand is flashy, hip, and loose. Let's start with Emma. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you're playing today, since you're going to be our first familiar face. I'm Kiel Kronik, he, him. 
I'm everyone's favorite pansexual, nebulously gendered Rodian. You will be racing for Sinar Racing, I assume? Is the sky blue? It depends on which planet. Yes, I will be. Under the number 17. My attractive qualities are clever, fearless, and passionate, and this is my first time racing in professional organized races, but I've been racing in the underground pod and swoop scenes for over a decade. Erica, as our second familiar face, would you like to grab your coffee cup? (laughs) You know that doesn't make any sense to the listeners, right? Erica carries a coffee cup whenever they play Devin Lindek the Third. Helps me stay in character. The character prop. Well, so that was sadly spoiled. Um, My grand entrance back into the podcast. Um... But yes, of course, I will be playing Davin Lundek III, Plex's best friend. You know, people have described me as many things, but perhaps uh, most importantly, they describe me as calculating, beautiful, and rich. After a small investment from my father, um, I found myself racing for Scuderia Mandal Blastek. Our sensibilities line up very well. We're both old names with a historic lineage. I will, of course, be racing under the number three, and I think I've really shown my skill so far to the teams at um, at Scuderia. Aaron, who will you be playing? I will be playing Dunim Hollow, he him, an enigmatic, fiery, and passionate. Racing for Kuat Blue Bantha, we align very well, being bright, Flashy and cutting edge. Exactly what any artiste would want. I'm experienced and racing on the number 78. And I will be playing my character. Hello, I'm uh, Petra Saxon, Mandalorian, and she, her. People tell me that I'm uh, fearless, fascinating, and enigmatic. I race under the number seven for Sano Racing. I've been racing here for eight years. Is that all I have to say? Okay. So, we start off by playing a game of the headlines. Everyone plays and quietly chooses a juicy headline. Then, one driver reads their headline aloud. Each other driver has the opportunity to make a public statement in response. Each other driver may only make one public statement per headline. Once everyone's read their headline and statements have been made about each other, the game ends. If any of the headlines or statements leave you with an axe to grind, thanks to give, or a favor to cash in, keep it in mind when choosing your next game. Who would like to go first? I could. I haven't been spending as much time practicing as I should be. Instead, I've been partying and having a good time. I can go ahead and make a public statement about that. They're allowed to do what they want. This is fine. If they don't care about their race, they don't care about their race. Am I done? Does anyone else have something they want to say about the juicy headline? No. They're being immature. I can go next. I beat a personal record while training, and I didn't even know until I saw the headline. I admire them for what they're doing. That's good, but not great. Keel Krennic's here now. No, why would I comment on other drivers? They're... I'm not giving them free publicity. (laughs) (laughs) i've adopted a new training routine and everyone else finds it strange and off-putting what what do you want me to say um i'm glad to see them bettering themselves 
I heard he trains by putting his feet in an ice bath for four hours prior to a race. Because he read about it in some ancient text. <laughs> the fool. I've seen this new regiment. It has no artistic flavor to it. I got frustrated with my crew and in a rage nearly destroyed the garage. Frankly, I admire them for what they're doing. Mm, this is fine with me. If they want help, I can destroy their car too. Didn't didn't I smoke them in that last race? The race that the public totally knows about. <laughs> I mean... I mean, we said there was cameras there. Right, Sinar knew about it. So People have to know about it somehow. Yeah. Okay, who wants to pick the first game? I do. I would like to play Coming to Blows with Petra. Okay. Other players can join freely if it makes sense for their drivers to be in the fight. What do you notice about each other? What have you heard? I think uh, Davin comes storming into like your locker room. Was there an was there an on track incident or like I screwed up your qualifying time? Yeah. And like you didn't actually do anything wrong. You just came out of the pit lane ahead of me and stopped me from getting a tow from my teammate. A slipstream to help you go faster. And so I notice. I, well, what do you notice about me? I notice that you are bright red with anger and like your hair is definitely messed up from the normal, like well put together coiffure that is Devin Lundek the third. And I've just heard you see things. <laughs> I have heard that you haven't said anything about the incident at all. And I'm angry. <laughs> what do you notice about me? Oh, I noticed that you don't like react at all when I come storming in, despite my very dramatic entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I assume there's like a swooshing cape and everything like that. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and slammed door. I lunge at you with all of my weight, trying to knock you to the ground. Can you stay on your feet? And how? I was already sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I just scooch over a little bit. I put my guard up looking to avoid your blows. Do you manage to hit me and how? I try, but I don't. Like, I'm punching very ineffectively mm -hmm. into your hands and you're just like catching my fists. Am I that terrifying to you that you won't even comment on the fact that you entirely ruined my qualifying session? <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you again? I pick up something heavy and swing at you with it. It's a... What would be in like a locker room? A helmet? helmet. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Good, good call. Yeah. So I pick up your helmet and swing it at you. Do you get out of the way? How? I don't get out of the way. Mandalorian children having to get warrior training like nonstop. You're swinging a helmet very ineffectually at me and I just kind of like grab it because it is also my helmet. Thank you for the helmet. Keel enters the locker room. I noticed that Davin is throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> yes. Lundek, what the criff are you doing in here? Krinic. What are you doing in the driver's paddock? You're nothing but a substitute experiment for the weekend. Besides, I'm just asking for an apology from Petra. You didn't ask for an apology. You just started punching. There's like some ineffectual kicks while I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask for an apology. You just started punching. But I'm sorry you couldn't adapt. Keel, 
I think you get to issue a challenge here now that you're involved yes. in the fight. Um, you're still swinging, Davin? Yes. Okay. I move faster than you expect, making quick jabs. Do you avoid them and how? I don't, because I don't think that you're going to come at me. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you land some, like, some quick jabs and probably like if it's like a kidney shot or something like I'm probably like in a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> you criffing. Go on. Finish the sentence. You will hear from my lawyers. <sighs> you know, you attacked first. I never attacked Krinic. You attacked Sinar. Oh, is that what this is? Your buddy buddy? The company has a lot of money. I don't know what you want. And I huff out. Yes. <laughs> Which I guess is the fight is brief and comes to nothing in the end. <laughs> Davin walks away. Davin walks away bruised. And that's my turn. So the question is, do we have any unfinished business, grudges, objectives to bring into the next game? I mean, there's grudges. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Davin obviously hates both drivers for the Sinar team now. Yeah. Kiel, do you have any grudges or objectives? I have an objective, and that is watch out for Davin Lindek the third. They will try something. I have an objective. I plan to win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. Okay, next game. Hollow. Okay. A tense interview. Okay. Everyone plays, decide what the topic of the interview is, where it's being held, and why you're being interviewed together. What do you notice about each other? What have you heard? Um, answer questions as your drivers. Everyone else takes the position of reporters who will ask questions and prompt you for comments. So who are you being interviewed with? Let's do Keel. Okay. Okay. So so I think this is before the um, Coronet City Grand Prix. So before the race, yeah. So it's the post-practice interview for the Cornet City Grand Prix. Duranim Hollow and Kiel Krennic are at the interview podium. Wait, that means we're on Corral, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? Well, SD isn't here. Oh, SD's not here? Okay, no. never mind. <laughs> unless unless SD wants to be here, but... Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll play to see what happens. <laughs> SD's a reporter on the weekends. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, uh, Mr. Krennic. Yeah. How is a relatively unknown racer suddenly subbing in for, frankly, what's probably the best racing team on the grid? Well, I mean, I've been racing for over 10 years. I mean, it's not been any kind of like Coronet City kind of Grand Prix track, but, you know, been racing on and off in the in the swoop scenes in the pod racing scene as well uh sorry follow-up question uh this is i was about to do like jimmy smith's with the coronet reporter I like oh it. okay we need to introduce our reporters too now oh yeah yeah uh follow-up question sorry jimmy smith's with the coronet reporter are you a street racer and you've made the big leagues off of your street racing career um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a career. I just had, I just got lucky with getting noticed by the right people. Hollow. <laughs> this is Glub Jornak from the Moncala News. Who is the best driver on the grid right now and why? Uh, best is so subjective. 
<laughs> what are we even looking for for the best? If you want the numbers, they are already there. If you want the best intensity in the corners, then ask that. If you want the best speed in the straightaways, that is in the numbers. If you want the best livery, that we can ask. Okay. Uh, who, who who has the best livery? So clearly, clearly you're saying it's me. No, I am not saying that. A street racer will rarely be the best in anything. Just watch my castle run. <laughs> That's so applicable to street racing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yep. <laughs> A shipping channel. <laughs> a, a shipping channel that takes you to the world that manufactures the most spice in the spice galaxy. In the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's very street racing. Chandra Jimenez, Action News. Uh, I have a question for both, both of you. David Lundek III seems to be gaining a lot of fans right now. What do you have to say about that? Is Davin Lundek the third, or is Davin Lundek the third's father's money gaining a lot of fans? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Davin Lundek the third is just chaos on the track. Chaos will always attract those with frankly little to no taste. Thank you both for your answers. Um, Erica, do you have another question you want to ask for this interview? Yes. Hello, this is uh, Flat Peace. That's not a name. Flat Improv, Peace. Erica. <laughs> this is Justice Cadanza with Unidentified Coronet City Museum newspaper. There are rumors that the two of you are lovers. Care to comment? <laughs> I swear to God, Erica. <laughs> Love is fleeting. Whether we are, were, or will be is of no consequence. Good answer. Good answer. Not to say that I couldn't get it. But I don't talk about my private life on camera. Thanks for trying. <laughs> Uh, all right, gentlemen, thank you both for your time. Next interview, two unnamed drivers filter in, and that's where we'll end this. Takeaways. They might be fucking. <laughs> yeah. That would like the third, I assume, is upset. Kind of confused. <laughs> I think uh, Petra's also a little... Whatever emotions that Finns feel when they get annoyed, <laughs> like a little annoyed, I think is what she's feeling. Is like this new guy is talking a big game when he hasn't proven himself in the car yet. Got it. Yeah, that's fair. And she's clearly the better driver. I would like to play a night off. Petra is out for is out at a fairly exclusive club, entertaining a, like, group of fans. She's got a girl on each arm and is talking to them about, eh, you know, the racing is a race, the race is a race, and you just do your best. You've got you've got a good ship underneath you. You do good. It's, it's, it's okay. Who else shows up 
I think if it's a party, then Duonim would be there. Lest he actually die of loneliness. Yes. <laughs> Do Shadrafen die of loneliness? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so depressing. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Duo. Duo. And she motions to have you come over. Duo comes over with double fisting, fancy looking drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you having a good you have a good time this evening? I always have a good time in the presence of the exclusive. And that checks out. Do you want you want you want a drink or something? I'm settled for right now. Do you, you want food? Takes one of the drinks and finishes it off, putting it on a passing waiter's tray. Yes, some hors d'oeuvres would be lovely. Okay, okay, I can't order us some food. You, uh, how long you plan on uh, driving with the blue band out there? For as long as they are what they are. Oh, okay, you're a pretty good driver, you know. Well, depends how this season goes. I can see about getting your contract. It takes one to know one, Petra. But Sinar is just so corporate. Meh. They have money. What is money without creativity? M- money? Uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder. Money can buy you all the creativity in the world. You just have and to hire racing the right people. Sorry, what was that? And a racing seat. If that were true, why are you so devoid? He means of creativity. Oh, we didn't have to be rude doing him. Um, I'll tell you what. Why don't I make it up to you and all your friends here? In fact... Bartender, a round for everyone. That is the usual go-to. <laughs> because one of the activities is flaunt your wealth and status. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. This place seems like it could use a little more action anyway. You want to have you you want to have action? We can we can you can easily have action. It's not a big deal. You did try to hit me before. Oh, come now. That was, what, two days ago? I'm over it. I'm sure you are. You did lose. We walked away from the fight. At this point, you are all distracted by a big commotion at the entrance to the club as Keel makes his entrance. And people are kind of crowding around him because he's the hotshot new guy. I thought this club was supposed to be exclusive. You know, whatever you think of him, he's still a driver. He's a temporary driver. It's like a substitute teacher. They don't even need a teaching degree, you know. He doesn't have a super license. He's only here because Wraith Sinar likes him. Give him a race. Let's see how he does. Krennic, um, I peel myself away from a... I peel myself away from a Twi'lek man and a Miri Allen woman. 
Petra, it's good to see you here. How are you? How are you doing? Oh, no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, we were talking to Devin. They bought everyone drinks if you want one. Oh, oh that would be I, lovely. No, it, Thank you so much, it, Devin. You're so kind. That was really before you walked oh. in. I'm not sure if the bartender's really... You know, you could... Uh, yeah, of course, you can check. Well, you know, it would be a little bit odd for you not to share the moment, you know since we're all having a wonderful time. Yeah, we certainly were having a wonderful time, weren't we? I imagine this is like a booth in the club that everyone's mm-hmm. sitting at. So, Definitely like in the champagne room. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, we're at a standing table like close-ish to the bar, like halfway between the bar and like the dance I like a champagne room though. Like yeah. it's a, it's a it's a exclusive part of an exclusive club. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So I figure Duo while during this latest interaction has moved up on top of the um seating and is just watching the exchange of you three rather than like like focusing on the whole picture rather than what each of you is doing. I think like you're a plate focusing of hors on the moment rather than the people. A plate like, of hors d'oeuvres yes. come and Petra like passes the plate up to two of <laughs> <laughs> Like completely aware of what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so Kiel, Kiel orders a an orange nebula. You get your orange nebula delivered to you. And for some reason they've put olives in it. Who puts olives in an orange nebula classy establishments i wouldn't expect you to have tried one before it's all the rage on coruscant oh coruscant no it's it's like everyone everyone drink the orange nebula with with olives so the flavor combination it's very good i i mean sure if that's what the hoity-toities drink like i think specifically the orange nebula like tastes a little bit like an orange creamsicle mm-hmm. so it's got like a, it's got like cream not. in it and olives <laughs> and cream is not it's like a melted creamsicle with vodka in it and olives at the bottom um i take a sip and i kind of choke it down and mm-hmm, it's great um you have impeccable taste. Uh, who laughs first? Duo. <laughs> okay, can we get a laugh? <laughs> Thank you. That was good. <laughs> oh, the new driver prank is always the best. Uh, yeah, I should have figured. Um, well, thank you for including me into into the club. This is... Lindek. Krennic? Look, I know you have a problem with my captain, but here we're drivers. I... We can bury the no, hatchet. I, yes, I agree. Petra and I have cleared things up. I didn't know I was your captain. That's not who I'm referring to. Wraith Sinar? I have nothing against him. He's frankly a fantastic man, as far as I can tell. Oh, you mean... Yeah. I'll admit, I got hot-headed, I suppose. 
in the moment, you know. Um, but you were pretty red. Well, that started with pretty. So if um, you were if you were any redder, you would be the color of Yavin Four. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Morning. I heard about a more exclusive club, and um, I'm going to go check that out. Hey, Duo, do you want to come? More exclusive, yes! Actually, I was thinking we might go to a restaurant. That sounds like a great idea. You know the area. Is there any Rodian barbecue around? It's Coronet City, and we have speeders. Well... You can enjoy your Rodian barbecue then. I'll be off. See you on the track, Krennic. We'll be off! Glad to hear it, Duo. Ladies, you want to come with? I'm going to go with neck and neck. Ooh, an in-race scene. Yes. So in Neck and Neck, only you and your chosen partner play. Choose which of you begins in the lead, which of you is in pursuit. What do you notice about each other? What have you heard? I think I'm going to choose Petra for this. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Who's in the lead? I want to say Petra's in the lead to start. Okay. Um, what do I notice about you? Um, you notice that... And by notice, I mean you're told by your race engineer that I am half half a second faster than you per lap. Is this a ground based or is this a space flight? It's up to you. I I'll, I'd say it's a Coronet City Grand Prix. I'd call it ground based. Okay. Um, setting for the Coronet City Grand Prix. It is a land based race. Um, so one thing that you notice about me is that I am flying the flying it as though this was a space course. Hasn't really picked up the specifics of the race line that come with a land race on a course that... Exactly. Okay, is the Coronet City course a street circuit or is it a circuit circuit? I guess is my question. Because my impression is that it would be like a Monaco-style street circuit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I agree that it's sort of like a classic old Monaco course or like, yeah. Right. Something that's been around forever. And the Coronet Grand Prix is like a big deal because it's in like a it's in a high roller city type, you know. Oh, yeah. I like There's people with balconies full of like bikinied women who are like, you know, drinking and watching the first turn. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's the, the Coronet City Casino is like full up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, so you're taking your turns wider than you should? Yeah. Uh, Pursuing questions. I fall in line behind you, picking up speed in your wake. Do you let me? Um, I think Petra stays the race line, relying on your inexperience to know that you won't be able to corner as efficiently as she is, and you get caught in, like, turbulent air outside of the slipstream because of that. So it's more of a, I'd like to see you try. I'm allowing you, but I don't think it's going to work for you all that well. Yep, I like it. Um, 
I make a maneuver you don't expect putting us dangerously close. Do you let me pull away? If not, flip. On heads, you keep it together, staying right behind me. On tails, we collide. Do you let the... Do, do you... Do you back off, or are you going to hold position here? Kills a hot shot. I flipped a coin. That is... That's a tails, baby. Uh, we collide. I don't think we crash. We just bump. We don't crash, but we definitely... We, we bump. We go, we go off track a little bit, and I think we lose a position to whomever is in third. Who's in third? I don't know. Third base. There we go. Thank you. I... I find an inside line before a hard turn, and it looks like I'm going to pass you. Do you let me or risk a crash by cutting me off? I let you take that inside line, but cut up the inside line on the very next turn and take the position back because you might have cornered that one a little bit better, but you don't have the corner. Your cornering is inconsistent. Mm -hmm. But I think it kind of strikes Petra that when you get the corner right, you get it right. And it's a little scary how good you will be once you've figured out the cornering. Once I figure out a course, yeah. I blast past another driver putting them between us. Can you get past them easily? Who is it? I'm gonna say it is... Is it a blue flag? Is it Quilliam? <laughs> so I think it's the other blue bantha. The other blue bantha. The unnamed other blue bantha driver. Trionym hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you blast past them coming out of a corner, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of stuck in their wake until the next corner and get frustrated that I can't pass them. So now right. the rough. Okay, so the, the, the rough air from two cars like very close in front of you kind of throws you off your rhythm a little bit. Do we want to ask another question or do we want to go to closing questions? Because I think that answer kind of puts us at the end of the duel, right? There's a car between us that you're struggling to get past now. I feel like we make it to the final lap. Okay. Uh, we're coming up to the last pit window, and I've managed to get myself back into second behind your first place. I'm hot on your heels, and you need to pit soon. Do you pit now, letting me take the lead, or do you push your luck and keep racing? Would you have to pit a speeder? What would you do with pitting a speeder? I want to okay so I want to say that that these racing speeders have specifically designed heat dissipation systems that need to get swapped out every so often. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um I think Petra checks with her engineers and hears that we have in clean air we have half a second we, we don't have half a second on your car anymore. We have like a third of a second per lap. Mhm. Mm the question is, how quickly can we pit? Because both of us still need to pit. Yes. I think specifically, I come in this lap, but also on the radio say, um, how much time do we have on him per lap? Uh, we're at a third of a second. 0.33. Can you do something about his heat sink? Ooh. We can only swap them just like yours. Cold weather? Temperature is currently 13. That is 1.3. You know what I mean. I'm coming in. I'm asking my pit crew to put the cold weather heatsink on Keel Speeder, despite it being normal weather. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I make that pit stop. You do take the lead for a while. Do you want me to flip a coin to see if they sabotage your car? 
I want to say that it happens regardless. Okay. I want to flip a coin to see whether... you want to flip a coin to see if it affects you enough? If it affects me. Okay. Heads, you're fine. Tails, you, like, lose an extra quarter second per lap, and I'm able to not only catch you, but, like, get pretty far past you. We are heads. Oh. So I maintain my lead over you. Um, I would like to ask the closing question since you did the last question. Yes, you would. The finish line is in sight and we're running side by side. Do you beat me? Keeping in mind that though I haven't been able to pass you, you do have a slower car in a straight line because your heat sink. Yes. So I want to say that it's photo finish. Um, okay. Uh, I can flip a coin. Heads I win, tails you lose. Sure. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 okay, so tails, you lose. Uh, actually, no, 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 no. I have an idea for this. Okay. It's a photo finish. Uh-huh. And they spend the better part of an hour deliberating on it before the results come out in Petra's favor by 0. 0.001 seconds. Okay. Like, they, they literally went with 0. 0.001 seconds faster because they could not decide. And you had been performing better throughout the race, generally. I don't know if that's a thing they do in F1, but that's a thing they do in Space F1. It's not. No. Nope. It's probably something they do in Space F1 yeah. for, you know, fixing purposes. But anyway. Yeah. Kielkranich, Davin Lindek III, Petra Saxon, and Duonim Hollow will return on Friday, May 7th in part two of the May 4th special. Davin Lindek III was played by Erica Belsos, who can be found on Twitter at Belsos or on twitch.tv slash Belsos. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Duonim Hollow was played by Aaron Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorable or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Petra Saxon was played by Kathleen Hislop. You can find her tweets at Kat Celestnia or her games at katcelestnia.itch.io. And Kiel Krennic was played by me, Emma Hislop. You can find me on Twitter at Nocturne Musings and on Unsound Theories, making Kat and Kira suffer through unintentionally silent movies. Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. Become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. Until next time, stay wizard. Peter Pip, Peter Pip, 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 P